get into it. <laughs> like, you know, you guys, I, I, I do home care, right? I'm an independent contractor. I, I receive cases from this company and I go see patients. So part, you know, I like the flexibility. I like being able to sort of work my own schedule. But today, this week, it was just like, it was very trying because not the patients. I absolutely love the patients. It's just sort of the politics, right? So you have your office staff, you have the owner, you have the office staff. The office staff usually punch you the cases, whether you want them or not. Like have a case, such a place, do you want it? And so I was like, eh, all right, fine. But I won't be able to sort of take the case. Like you can give it to somebody for a few weeks for me to organize my schedule a bit. And then I can take the case. So the week goes on and there ends up being all these hands in the pot, so to speak. So it's like, this one's giving me directives about it. This one's giving me directives about it. And then it just got too much. And I was just like, this is way too much. Like, I don't even want it. Right. And then it becomes, oh, well, I'm trying to get to understand you. Like, I, I just want to better understand so we could work better together. Like, it's not about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's more or less, you're, you're forcing me to do something when, when I have autonomy in this position and now you're sort of like pigeonholing me which is not what I necessarily signed on for and then I also don't want to come across as if I'm always complaining right because in theory if you look staffing wise I'm it in terms of color right so I don't want to be labeled as that employee right but then this one particular case got uber messy because there were just so many different pots, right? And group texts and all this other stuff. So later that day, an email went out to everybody that was in this group text and was like, oh, you know, we, we decided to individually email and discuss the case because Taj, in parentheses, sorry, friend, was getting really angry with the group text. And in my Wait. mind, I'm looking at the text like, no, 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 no. Did she use that text word? message? Yes. Like, first it, it started. Okay, so that was the detail I'm, I'm missing. It started in a group text. So I'm with a patient and my phone is going off and the patient's like, oh, you, you know, you have an emergency. Like I put it on vibrate. So it kept vibrating. So then I just sort of flipped it up and turned it to silent, just not to disturb the session so I can finish the session. And then I'll answer whatever when I get in the car. I walk out the house, there are 32 text messages, 32, 32. Wow. And throughout the stream, it's like, Taj, where are you? How come you're not answering Taj? Where are you? So I very flippantly was like, I was with a patient. I was working. Pause. Let me catch up to the 32 text messages and I will reply. And somebody was like, really? 32? There are like seven people on the text message and y'all are having a conversation as if it's like a staff meeting. Like, of course, there's going to be 32 messages. Like, I didn't respond at all. So I was just like, decompress. Don't be that person. You know what I mean? But then it flipped in an email and I was just like. Wait, did she really use the word in the quote? Sorry, Taj, angry. Sorry, Taj. I'll, I'll, no, she said you were getting angry. Yes, she right? was. I was getting angry. But let Ooh, me. Wait. If I wasn't angry then, I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get it. So the quote was: "So me and another staff came up um, with some stuff, and we're going back and forth. Apparently, driving Taj crazy. Sorry, friend. In parentheses. So, so we transitioned from text messaging to now an email, and I was just like, oh." Um, I, I got to tap out. I got to wave the white flag. Like, cause I'm, what? It goes back to our point though. Like Go she ahead. don't have much room to say too much at this point. Cause you're at that point where you're just fed up. Mm-hmm. So. It just... And when you're at that point, it doesn't take much. Mm-mm. You're like, did you say hi? Much, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't just say hi to me. Looking at me like that. Right, right, right. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and that was, and, and again, that, that feeling that I had took me back to when we all worked together. Right. And I would be in those meetings and all it would take was on site for me to just lay eyes on somebody. And I go from zero to 60, no breaks. And I'd be like, oh, I need this nah, meeting to be over. Nah, B. Like, Remember, did I she just say nah, B in a meeting. <laughs> I think she did. That's our girl. Wait, and I couldn't. And the crazy thing is, is after you guys replayed it for me, I think Toya, you replayed it for me, and I was like, I said that, and you were like, friend, you did. I was like, no, I did. Like again, because I didn't mean to, because I checked out in that part of my head because it was just like, the brakes is off this train. Like I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I feel like that's that's the part about being the only one. Right. at these places where like nobody understands the language that you use and how how we communicate with mm-hmm. each other. I'm not saying we got to go into these meetings and start, you know, not be at everything, but <laughs> like, <laughs> like isolated not be is okay. <laughs> or a not be outside of the meeting like when we <laughs> we are processing it. Absolutely. But imagine if we had like if you worked in an all black clinic right and you said that in a meeting like it wouldn't be a thing thing. it wouldn't be a thing it would not be a thing i mean we might look at you like oh this is what we do okay (laughs) (laughs) but it like nobody would feel uncomfortable by the use of that language right i feel like we need like self-soothing strategies in these meetings like i went to a workshop once on race conversations and the lady taught us things to do throughout the meeting to soothe ourselves when it got stressful. She's like, you know, rub the palm of your hand or go like this. See, so <laughs> only because, but listen, though. the OT and me, the OT and me has a problem with that. Like oh. I teach the kids how to self-regulate, okay, right? Okay, please it's teach like, me that. Please I need us. No, because it's like, okay, so when you're feeling antsy, what can, you know, what could you do so that, you know, so Not it doesn't antsy. look like. Yes, like Auntie. Smack <laughs> A- AKA Auntie. I'm trying to be politically <laughs> correct, right? How? What could you do? Like, first, you have to realize what it is, right? Because you know, typically, kids, young adults, adults even don't even know what it is. There are times when I know I feel like that fire in my chest, like the Ooh. fire. That's it. The fire, right? Ooh, wait, so, what it. can I do when I feel that fire? Like, I have to sometimes I'll tap my foot, or I'll click my pen, or I'll doodle, or I'll just mentally like check out. That's not necessarily the best. But what I don't suggest when teaching these these coping skills is that you do something obvious that makes you look a little off. So like I'm not going to be sitting there rubbing my arms. I'm not going to be sitting there. I'm not going to be sitting there rocking. I'm not going to be sitting there rubbing my palm. Like I got to find something different, whether it's a hand fidget, something I pull out my pocket, like a rock to, to make me maintain normalcy as as best possible but regulate myself if that means i gotta step out of the meeting for a minute get a drink of water stretch get outside get some fresh air come back then that's what i need to do but i don't i do not suggest the 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 rubbing of the arms the palm the rocking because then you're gonna look like you having a meltdown now that you mention it i have seen you working the hell out of that pen that is the truth that pen starts going it's clicking it Yes, I'm clicking it or I just be twirling it in my hand. Just like I just got to do something because keep busy. I hope people listening are taking notes. Welcome to Coping Skills 101. Listen, I'm here here for you all the time. We're going to get them good coping skills because 
in this current state, how many cases a week can we catch? This week in particular, right? So that happened in the context of everything else. So first thing, how did how did you resolve all that? Like, where are we at with it today? Well, I haven't I haven't followed up with it because, again, it was going into the weekend and I wanted my weekend. And that's important to know when you're having these moments. Keep keep and protect your time. Your time is your time. You know what I mean? So I need it to decompress. I sort of briefly talked to you all about it. And can we talk about that video for a second? Because my friend was bent. <laughs> she, as soon as she started talking, I said, "Oh no, because something is wrong, y'all. Something didn't happen." You all Look know me. Face. You know me. You she guys know face. me. <laughs> and when I'm over the top, I, I got nothing. And I legit <laughs> took a whole shower and went to bed super duper early. Like, I'm out. That's Dogs so was like. What is going on? Why is the house shut down? Like, why are we going to bed this early? I don't care what y'all do. I'm getting into bed. Like, good night. That's it. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it is like that. You are just so exhausted from the world just beating up on you that shut it down. It. That's all. Shut it down. Done. Tosh, I liked what you said. What did you just say about the weekend, right? Like, so did you say self and like protect your time you have to protect something. your time your time is your time and it's and it's important to it's important to remember that you know what i mean especially being black especially being a female especially in this space in this current climate right we tend to always have this superwoman syndrome right where we carry the weight of the world like nothing can get done the way it needs to get done the way it should get done if we if we don't do it so we feel yeah. like every minute of our 24-hour day has to be packed with something in order to feel satisfied, justified, a purpose, right? Worthy. Worthy. All those words. Go ahead. And I think it, that's a black woman epidemic. Sure. Um, and I, I, I believe it has ties all the way back to our ancestors, right? Like sure. having to take care of their own families, the families of white people who they worked for raise our kids raise their kids like we just do you do everything for everybody and we consistently come in last place right all the time and it's so important to pay attention to that to notice the signs of like okay i need to focus on me right now i know since i've gotten older i know the first sign that stuff is not right is when my place starts to become messy like when stuff starts to be out of place in my home, that's when I know. Okay, girl, take a step back. Maybe take a sick day, take a mental health day, and get your stuff together. Because you're no good to anybody when you're spread that thin or your tank is that low on gas. Like you, you're just not. You're not good to yourself. You're not good to anybody around you. You know what? On the on the other side of it, because I feel like when we all work together. You know, when I basically Taj, you remember when I was like really almost at that point, like, mm, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm out of here. Ever since then, I've been so um, trying to protect myself from getting in that burnout space again mm -hmm. that I'm quick to be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yep, no, I'm not doing any work this weekend. No, nope, I'm right. And then you get into like, I don't want to go to the other extreme of like, you start feeling guilty. Or like you're not working enough. And it's a hard balance between I need to be a superwoman and do everything and I'm burning myself out. and Or I'm so cautious now 
that I got to something. Sometimes it's okay to have short periods where you work, 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 but you can't do it all the time. And I'm always, I feel like I haven't found the balance yet because I'll be quick now to be like, no, not doing that. Don't want that. No, but there's got to be a balance. Absolutely. The other part of it too is protecting your peace, whatever that looks like. Right. So it's like, for me, it was just like, okay, I just need to decompress. Hung out with my goddaughter for a little bit hung out with the bestie for a little bit, just did like pseudo adulting stuff, hung pictures, you know what I mean? Laugh, talk. Um, oh girl, you want to come hang these pictures over by me? Listen, <laughs> listen, had a vision and you know, you know, I get that tunnel vision, right? So I'm stepping back. I'm looking, I'm moving forward. I'm doing numbers and math in my head. She was like, girl, could you just really, I was like, no, it just has to be right. She was like, that's why, that's why they waited till you got here. So, you know what I mean? I felt better. We laughed, we joked, came home and, you know, I'm ready to sort of address the week and sort of do what I need to do. But that time protection piece is huge and you have to learn not to feel guilty about it. So then my, my next question is like, okay, so you have that happen. You rest, you recharge, you know, you're feeling back to yourself. What happens when you go in on Monday and then they try it again? So listen. Because they're going to try it again. It's so funny that y'all have said that because I already received a text message this morning. (laughs) And so I was like, I hit him with the, "Mm," and go forward from there. I will, in my list of to-do on a Sunday, address it, but not not number one on my to-do list for today. And then when you address it, you have to balance out being, like setting the boundary Mm-hmm. but then also not being the angry black woman. Right. And that's it's like where we to find the sweet spot in between. Right. And that's where we learn the art of sort of having the conversation and making the ideas that come up in the conversation as if it's their idea. Oh, wait, I don't know if I've perfected that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Explain. Okay. So if I say, so let's just say my end goal, it's sort of like motivational interviewing the best way to sort of explain it. I know what I feel from a OT perspective, what I want their goal to be just based on sort of working with them. And they're struggling with this one little hump. And I'll say, well, do you think it would be beneficial if you do X, Y, and Z? Put it, just put it out there as an open-ended. And then they're like, yeah, well, I think (laughs) it's, let's just pick two options that we can deal with, whether they choose A or B. So that's exactly what I do every single time going into these conversations. Like, I know what your intent was, right? In terms of like trying to make it a collaborative effort to work on this particular case, but was it really beneficial to one, have the patient in the group text message? Cause that was another little ditty I forgot to sort of include you to tell you guys. Versus what do you, could there have been another way to sort of address this? Just the therapist or the, you know, the core set of therapists working on the case in an email because everyone's working and will address it. Like, was it really sort of pressing that it needed to be in a text message versus an email, if that makes sense? Yeah, I love that. I so, love the questions. Right. So you always have to pose things in a question. Or my classic line is, this is how I looked at it. I don't know how you looked at it. Right? This is how I looked at it. I don't know if this is how you looked at it. And then sort of take it from there and sort of see what they say. Hmm. I even think, like... I got this from this workshop I went to and this coach guy about just, you know, being a a leader, a person of color who's a leader in an organization. And then after he spoke to me and he was talking the same thing about like probing questions. So like if you feel boxed in, like 
if I say anything too direct, I'm going to be seen as the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's a way you propose sort of directed, pointed questions that are probing and curious, a spirit of curiosity that makes the same point. So like with that text she sent of like, we're making Taj crazy. It's like, huh, when you say you're making me crazy, what, what exactly do you mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it makes the same point. Like, hold on. <laughs> let's back this up. Let's, 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 let's get into this a little bit. What do you mean? Because then it puts it back on them to like, wait, listen to what you're saying. Think about it. Be accountable for it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. I always, and that's and, how it looks on the outside. Right. But on the inside, it's like, run that back. What'd you say? <laughs> nah, B. With the, with, with the hand. Run that back, sis. Run that back. Run that back. Say what? <laughs> Yeah, like nah, exactly. babe, this ain't what we doing. This ain't this ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> Without all of that, you know, and, and and things like in situations like this, I always think about the um the memes that are on social media where it's like, how do you professionally say moving forward? How do we address this? You know what I mean? Like, how can I code switch this and make this make this sound politically correct? So I'm not again the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. it's exhausting though it's such a oh, box gosh. to put somebody in like you can do all kind of like shoot little daggers at me all day with microaggressions but then when i react i'm the angry one no you've been you've been sh- shooting daggers all the, the whole time mm-hmm. and i'm just supposed to take them and take them and take them so it's like that's the part that makes it exhausting nah be <laughs> it's like if i get to a point where i'm blacking out pseudo blacking out and not hearing myself that's it but don't you feel like in the last two weeks, like this week, I, like as you said on Marco Polo, Taj, I, I don't have anything left to give. Like I don't have any bandwidth for any BS. <laughs> the littlest no thing this last two weeks, I just, I'm like, okay, I can feel, is my blood pressure going up? I feel that fire. And I'm like, I just, I don't have it to give right now. Mm-hmm. So then how do you, how do you, how do you address that? Like if you're in, in the middle of a work week, and you know, let's or not even the middle of the work week. Like you're in, it, it's it's eleven o'clock Tuesday, and you still know you got all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to get through. How do you get through the rest of the week? What do you do? I'm like the rest of the meeting. Can we start with that? <laughs> There's that. How do I get through the rest of the meeting? But I think I think that's where like your tribe comes in, like us. We'll be quick to hop on a Marco Polo. And girl, let me tell you what happened today. And like we go through this and we have chats like this. And it's like, all right, like it's Wednesday. We just got to get through to Friday. You know, Like that's how we kind of encourage each other. I think that's important to have that. Like even if you don't, because we don't all work together anymore. Right. So we might not be able to debrief like we used to after team meetings. Right. But we can get on the polo and kind of do that same thing so i think it's important if you don't have those people at your job that you at least have a tribe somewhere else who gets it that you can go to to talk about it and get that encouragement to keep you going at least to the weekend yeah so can i say a thank you to you two this week because i feel like for the last couple weeks in the middle of the day after one of these meetings (laughs) i hop on polo and i'm like okay ladies and I'm only um, laughing. I'm only laughing because each polo starts. Um, hi, ladies. <laughs> um, and you sound so stressed and pressured. And I'd be like, my poor friend. Like, if I could just reach through and give her a whole hug because she's like, I just need you to um, oh, sort of man. walk me back 
I just had an experience and I need to process. Yes. It's critical. I mean, I appreciate you guys because we're on this journey together and it's like every day is something. The next thing to tackle, the next strategy. So thank you for your support this week. Oh, no problem. We Listen, we are here. We yeah. are here because, you know, we may not be together like Toya said, but we're still going through the same stuff, you know, still struggling. It's a struggle. Like if, mm-hmm. you know, we're keeping it funky, it's, it, we're still struggling to maintain. Like, I, I feel like there are days where it's just like, all right, in the car, having a conversation with God, like, okay, I know you built me for this, but could we just yes. tread a little easier today? Cause yesterday was rough and I, you know, and then it's like, you go into, and then it's like, hi, Taj, you know? And I'm like, oh, I have a question. Oh. And then, too, I feel like the universe is just on tilt, right? Case in point. Sidebar, but totally related. My mom and I were going to get mulch yesterday. So you got to pay for it in Lowe's and then go along the side of the building. So there's like three cars. Two white couples in each of the other two cars just got out and started loading up their mulch. When the instruction was, somebody from the store would come out and sort of help. One couple loaded up, pulled alongside the car and was like, are you ladies it's okay so there's a white woman driving her husband was sitting in the back seat i'm not judging that's whatever (laughs) so she's like they rolled down both windows and was like hi ladies are you waiting i mean if if i were you i would just go ahead and do what me and my husband did just just throw your own mulch because it doesn't seem like they're ever coming they pull off so my mother was like should we i was like we're black it's gonna be different we can't just be taking no mulch without like current current climate i'm just not here for it so the next car did the same thing so i you know me i'm calling lowe's got the gardening department on she was like okay sure i'm gonna send my manager out waited another 10 minutes we took it and we left but it was just like they just they just have conversation because that when that last couple pulled up it's like the husband was like you might as well just go ahead and put it in yourself because it doesn't seem like they're coming (laughs) any other time they wouldn't have had a conversation with us you know what I mean? It wouldn't have been hee hee ha ha. Like ev- ev- the world is on tilt. Every no one knows helpful tips how to have conversation. That was my little side input. But so let yeah. me. Add- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just gonna mention that that's how it's been at work too. Like people that don't usually talk to me outside of work mm-hmm. text me, "How you doing?" Or so another thing that I've been hearing just from people, um, just talking to them, working with them. There, there's this trend that white people are sending people money in their cash apps or their Venmo, just like like ten dollars here, fifty dollars here. Hear this. Wait, just why? With no, Wait, with why? no notice I, I, or something. I have a question. Just to, to like because I guess the guilt, the white Repar- guilt. is that reparations? <laughs> Maybe they're. I want my no no, but I want I my know. I want my forty acres though. Don't cash yeah. at me ten dollars. I want my forty acres. <laughs> I want my whole forty acres, not thirty nine point five. I want my forty. What? Wow. But yeah, it's like they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to act. So they're just like just just you know wanting to make sure you're okay. Here's fifty dollars. Wow. Let's be clear. I'm taking the $50, <laughs> but I'm not sure that's really going to do it. But thanks. Right. Yeah. It's the beginning of a, 
long process. What about what about this week for business stuff, right? Like, so I'm. What's our strategy for this week? Like, Taj, what do you what what are you thinking? What am I thinking? I mean, honestly, I'm gonna go into this meeting with the mindset of okay, be able to convey my thoughts and my feelings. I'm gonna set the bar low in terms of expectations, right? In terms of where what I know and what I feel versus how she perceives it or how it's perceived because it's going to be clear that it's going to be pretty difficult for us to be on the same page right and I'm going to go on with my points convey those points hear and listen because we have to differentiate the difference between hearing people when we talk to them and listening we need to be able to do both hear and listen to her and try to find a common space to work from and that's it. Continue to build um, my private practice, my private bu- my my business, and continue to start the transition. Continue the transition. Yeah, that sounds good. Just try to find a common ground. Yeah, I, you know, it's not always easy, but I think there's something about meeting people where where they are. Mm-hmm. And that and that is the same with therapy. <laughs> to an extent. From a from a <laughs> from a psychologist perspective and from an OT perspective. Like you just have to meet the patient. You have to meet your patient where they are. Wait, though. So to Uh-oh. that end, this was why I had to Marco Polo you guys in the middle of the week. <laughs> In the middle of the day, rather. So at this meeting, it was supposed to be a first leadership discussion of the racial climate and how we're going to do better as a team. And the head person was like, okay, before we start this conversation, we have to assume there's no malintent on anyone's part. Now, meanwhile, I'm the only person of color, right? So I'm literally the diversity in the whole discussion. Well, at least racial diversity. So... We have to start with an assumption that nobody has malintent and that um, this is going to be a conversation where we got to meet people where they are. And I just took it some kind of way. It was like, before we start this, don't say anything that's going to upset the white people because right. you got to assume they, I'm like, but he, had, but there's no, you have no idea of what the microaggressions that have come at me for the last two and a half years. And I'm so happy we're going to start this dialogue, but you're already telling me. There's no malintent. There, there was certainly malintent in some of the things I've experienced, for sure. So it just kind of like, start where they are. I get it. But it was like, it depends on what the what the situation is. That felt yeah. invalidating. Yeah. That's why I had to put the caveat on the end. Because it's not going to do anybody any good if you're meeting somebody where they're at, but they're in a hurtful place. That's not going to help you. And that's not going to help that other person grow to you know, another level of understanding or awareness. That person has to do that work on their own. Exactly. Yeah. So I think overall, if we can flip the script or talk about how to handle all of these things and summarize what we've been talking about, I think we touched on like three major things. So the first one being knowing when you've reached your limit, Mm -hmm. what the signs are for you, because it's different for everyone. And then practicing some self-care, whatever that is to make you feel relaxed, connect you back to yourself and the fullness of who you are, whatever those things are, you have to practice those once you reach your limit. And then the second thing is to get a tribe, wherever that tribe is. It could be at work. Unfortunately, that's not the case for a lot of us since we walk in the rooms and it's like, damn, it's just me, huh? Okay. So (laughs) if it's not at your job, then 
you have to find where that is. Maybe it's your <clears throat> friends, maybe it's former coworkers, or maybe it's people you go to church with, where, whoever that is. But make sure that you're in communication with them. And then after you've recharged, you've talked it out with your tribe, go back in there on Monday and you pose a question, as Taj so eloquently put, to give them options. How do you think we should go about this? And then give them your two options and let them pick which one of your two options that you are comfortable with so that you can get to some type of common ground. And that's how we'll flip the script this week. I think, too, like a good signal is when you feel that fire starting. That is a good signal. As, that as this the good would church people say, that fire shut up in my bones. Like I, exactly. I, I, I when you to. feel that, it's a good, it's a good indication that this would be the time for a very sophisticated question, as opposed to nobby, right? <laughs> yes, very much so. Very much so. Yes. I hope you have a good week, ladies. Yes. You too. You too. You too. And we'll I'm check sh- in. Yep, I'm saying, sure, I'll see you on the polo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.